States, it's uh, Memorial Day, and uh, we have the day off from work today, so we are recording this at a decent hour. It is uh, 9 a.m. Chester didn't even get here until five minutes ago, so this is nice for us. We're not getting up at four o'clock. We will again tomorrow, <laughs> but for today, we have a little bit of the day off. Glad to have you along. This is Bob Bro. Welcome to the Best Old Time Radio Podcast. And on Mondays, we play a comedy. And we're not going to disappoint you today because we have a very funny one. It's one I've talked about over uh, oh, several weeks, and I have promised to play it. And so today is the day we are going to do it. So to this uh, first unofficial day of summer, we welcome you. We hope that you're having a wonderful day, but if you're not, then this is your time to de-stress. Go over there and get in that easy chair, get your feet up, let the cares of the day drift away. Perhaps get yourself a little bit of refreshment and just unwind, because we are going to make you laugh with this week's old-time radio comedy. Potentious or polite. Ready tomorrow, tonight. <laughs> well, gang, on this week's old time radio comedy, we have a treat for you. I have been telling you about this episode of the Burns and Allen show for some time. So we're pulling it out of the files and we're going to play it, and it's really funny. It was originally broadcast on um, May the 19th, 1949 on NBC, and it's entitled Gracie Adopts Mickey Rooney. (laughs) Now, maybe you have to be a baby boomer to remember Mickey Rooney. I don't know. But Mickey Rooney was kind of generally considered the first real teenage movie star. He starred in a series of movies called the Andy Hardy movies 
Um, and they were very funny, very entertaining, made a lot of money, and made him a big star. Now, the thing about Mickey Rooney is he was very short in stature. He was only, I believe, about five foot two. And even as he got older, he still looked much, much younger than his years. Now, one of the things that's funny about this episode tonight is Gracie's naivete regarding, first of all, Mickey Rooney's age. She thinks he's still a kid. But secondly, his, uh, his love life, for lack of a better way of expressing it. Mickey Rooney, in real life, was married eight times during his life. But of all of his marriages, it was his first one that was probably the most unlikely match. When he was just 22 years old, now remember he was five foot two, He was the star of the Andy Hardy's movies, and he looked younger than 22. He married Ava Gardner. Now, Ava Gardner at the time was only 20 years old, and she had only appeared in bit parts in films. But already, she she radiated a sultry sophistication that was potently adult, uh, unlike Mickey Rooney. With Gardner, Rooney seemed to be playing far out of his league, and he probably was. They got married in January 1942, and by May of 43, their marriage was over. Gardner went on to have a lengthy career as a Hollywood sex symbol. She married two more times. The first time was to band leader Artie Shaw, but their marriage was even shorter than her her marriage to Mickey Rooney. They were only married, uh, well, it was about 12 months, from October 45 to October 46. But then the third time she was married, it was to the iconic vocalist, Mr. Frank Sinatra. And their tempestuous union only lasted from 1951 to 1957. So Gardner was not lucky in love. She died in 1990. Now, Mickey Rooney, on the other hand, went ahead and, and like I said, or went on to have uh, seven more marriages. His eighth one, His last marriage was to a country musician named Jan Chamberlain, and uh, she was introduced to Rooney by his son, whom she was working with uh, as a country musician. Chamberlain was 18 years younger than Mickey Rooney, and she was three inches taller. But they bonded over their love of music, and she moved in with him in 1946. They married two years later in 1948. The couple separated in 2012. So their marriage, I don't know how happy it was or how tempestuous it was, but they remained married for about 34 years. Mickey Rooney died uh, two years later in 2014. He was 93 years of age. And like I said, he was known as Hollywood's first true teenage star. Well, now, if he was 22 in January 42, this show was done in 1949, so that was seven years later. So he would have been um, about 29. So keep that in mind as you're listening to this episode. And of course, George, who is <laughs> much more worldly than Gracie, is very familiar with uh, the love life of Mr. Rooney. All right, here it comes from May the 19th, 1949 on NBC. Here is the Burns and Allen Show. And Gracie adopts Mickey Rooney. 
Another cup of Maxwell House coffee, George. Sure, pour me a cup, Gracie. You know, Maxwell House is always good to the last drop. That drop's good, too. Yes, it's Maxwell House coffee time, transcribed in Hollywood and starring George Burns and Gracie Allen. special guest tonight, Mickey Rooney, yours truly, Toby Reed, Wally Mayer, Harry Lubin and the Maxwell House Orchestra, and Bill Goodwin. For America's Thursday night comedy enjoyment, it's George and Gracie. And for America's everyday coffee-drinking enjoyment, it's Maxwell House. Always good to the last drop. It's pretty hard to surprise a man who's been married to Gracie Allen for 15 years. He's heard everything. But occasionally, even George gets a jolt. For example, today when Gracie said, George, would you like to have a son? Sure, Gracie. Oh, good. Then we're adopting Mickey Rooney. <laughs> adopting Mickey Rooney? Yes, dear. I've been reading about him in this movie magazine. You know, that poor little child needs a home. Someone to guide him. Look, here's a picture of him driving a car. Well, what's wrong with that? Well, that's no plaything for a child. <laughs> Why, that, that dear little boy should be cuddling a doll. Look again, he probably is. <laughs> Gracie, Mickey Rooney may look like a little boy, but I've got news for you. He's old enough to get married. Oh, married. Oh, George, you're funny. Well, I'll bet he doesn't know what life is all about. He knows as much as I do. Well, there, you see? <laughs> We're not adopting Mickey Rooney. If we adopt anyone, he'll be a minor. Oh, no. I'm not going to have a minor tracking coal dust across my <laughs> I mean, Mickey is too old to adopt. He's a grown man. George, he's a child. If he wasn't a child, he wouldn't be going to horse races. That for children? Well, certainly. I read that the Kentucky Derby is just for three-year-olds. <laughs> okay, have it your way. Mickey Rooney is a child. We're still not adopting him. But, dear, he needs a father and a mother. And that happens to work out just right for us. You're a man and I'm a woman. No other couple can make that statement. You know, Mickey's becoming a juvenile delinquent. A boy who robs the very studios he works for. Where'd you get that? It's right here in this article. It says he steals every picture he's in. <laughs> this is murder. Well, just think of that poor little boy associating with thieves and crooks. Maybe we can keep him from falling in with worse company. Gracie, he associates with actors. We're too late, huh? <laughs> yes, and forget it. But there's always a chance that a good home can save him. And by adopting Mickey, we'll keep two children out of mischief. Two children? Well, yes, I'll be too busy to get into trouble. <laughs> I forgot your child. Well, I'm yes. not really, yes. but everyone thinks I am. They think I play with marbles. You? Well, yeah, often I've heard people say, I don't think she's got all her marbles. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, that, I've heard that myself. That's getting around. Well, I'll run over to Mickey's house and get him. Hold it, hold it. Once and for all, you cannot adopt him. Besides, he won't let you. He laughed right in your face. Well, if he does, I'll push him off the chair he's standing on. <laughs> Gracie, I know you mean well, so I hate to get tough with you, but you force me to. Now, I forbid you even to talk to Mickey Rooney. I command you to stay in this house. That is an order. Oh, Judge, I didn't realize you were so strong and masterful. I am when I have to be. Oh, you're going to make a wonderful father for Mickey. <laughs> now, excuse me while I change my clothes. Uh, by golly, this time I'll head her off. I'll go over and warn Mickey. <laughs> I want to see Mickey Rooney. Well, I saw him. Mr. Rooney not come home. Mr. Rooney leave town, not come back. Goodbye, please. Chop, chop. Well, tell him George Burns was here. Oh, oh, George, wait a minute. Hi, George, come in. Hello, Mickey. What's, uh... What's the idea of the big routine? I'm hiding out from my studio, George. They want me to play another one of those innocent little kid parts. I'm fed up to the teeth with them. But, Mickey, you were great as Andy Hardy with Lewis Stone as your father. George, if he tells me about the birds and bees once more, I'll sting him. <laughs> well, you want to do the grown-up stuff, huh? Why, sure. Now, there's another part in the same picture that I'd love to do. A tough guy, a killer. This beautiful girl is crazy about me. She's with me when the cops close in. The place is full of tear gas. We're kissing and crying. <laughs> All right. Come out with your hands up, killer. We got you surrounded. Come and get me, copper. Ah! <laughs> oh, killer. Killer, you're hit. It's, it's nothing, kid. Just a few ribs shot away. <laughs> ah! Take that, copper. Ah! Killer, killer, you're hit again. Ah, Nellie, this is it. It's goodbye. No, killer. Don't go. Don't leave me. Don't get me without you. I love you, kid. I love you. I'm going to have to watch that girl, George. She's pretty hammy. <laughs> well, good luck, Mickey. I hope you get the part you want. Thanks, George. If I can hide from the studio long enough, I think they'll give in. Well, I just, I just dropped by to warn you that Gracie has made up her mind to adopt you. Adopt me? Yeah. She thinks you're a little boy. Yeah, you see, everybody thinks I'm a kid. I'm the only dancer at the Palladium who gets cut in on by the truant officer. <laughs> it's tough, Mickey. I'll say it is. I buy a girl a present. I take her out in my car. I park. I puck her up, and what happens? She sticks a lollipop in my mouth. <laughs> well, I just thought I'd warn you about Gracie. I told her not to bother you, but she, she pays no attention to me. Really? I thought husbands always gave the orders and wives always obeyed without question. <laughs> Kid, you not only look young, you are young. <laughs> so long, Mickey. So long. Uh, well, I saw the Matalona not here. Go away, please. Chop, chop. Open the door, Mickey. You can't fool me with that English accent. <laughs> That's got to be Gracie. Just a minute. 
excuse the act, Gracie. I'm hiding from my studio. Stealing again? Huh? Oh, Mickey boy, give up this life you're leading and come live with George and me. <laughs> well, I'd rather not. <laughs> well, everybody will think you're George's real son. You look just like him. Now I've got two reasons to hide. <laughs> Look, you need someone to look after you. Why aren't you in school? <laughs> I, I graduated. Well, that's a pretty lame excuse. <laughs> and besides, I don't believe it. Well, Gracie, come inside and I'll show you my sheepskin. You'll leave your clothes on, young man. <laughs> I'm not your mother yet. Oh, but I want to be Mickey. I'll see that you get an education. I'll even hire a private tutor to toot you. Now, look here, Gracie, really, I, I've been tutored. I've had an education. Well, we'll see whether you have or not. Spell cat. Cat? <laughs> Too tough for you, huh? <laughs> well, I'll give you a simpler word. Spell two. T-O-T-W-O or T-O-O? Oh, no, you don't get three guesses. <laughs> no, you're, you're really in a bad shape. Look, Gracie, I went to school. Just ask me questions about literature, economics, chemistry, physics, anything. Go ahead. All right. Let's take chemistry. All right. Who's the president of the United States? <laughs> that, uh, that, Gracie, is unrelated subject matter. No, sir. That's Harry S. Truman. <laughs> I mean, chemistry has nothing to do with the president. Chemistry is when you put a whole lot of strange things together and get gas or something. Now, that's Congress. <laughs> You win, you win. Let's let's take another subject. I, I majored in math and languages, geometry and Latin. You did, huh? Yeah, sure. Let's hear you say something in geometry. <laughs> say something in geometry? Yeah. All right. Uh, let me see. Pi R square. Pi R square. <laughs> that proves you never went to school. Pi R round. <laughs> You better let me adopt you. You need help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, excuse me, will you, Gracie? Hello. Aha, I caught you. You are in town. Uh, no, 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 no. Mr. Looney not here. Mr. Looney leave town. Chop, chop. Too late, Mickey, too late. I'll be right over to see you. Nah. Darn it. That was my director, Gracie. Now the studio's found me. Why did you steal those pictures? <laughs> oh, they'll send you to prison for life or maybe even longer. <laughs> Gracie, wait a minute. What no, are you talking about? I, I won't let them. You're too young. I'll take you home and hide you and give you a fresh start. But, Gracie, I don't have... Hey, wait a minute. The studio wouldn't find me there at all, would they? Well, never. George's house is the last place anyone would look for an actor. <laughs> Mrs. Burns, you've got yourself a child. Sonny boy! Mammy! <laughs> Well, here I am, Mama. Well, you certainly got here in a hurry, Michael. Michael? What's with the Michael? Well, that's your name now, Michael Burns. But, Mama, I... Now, come along, and I'll show you your room. Now, this is where you'll sleep. Mm, well, it's nice. 
but uh, George is in that bed. I can see his head sticking out of the covers. That's a teddy bear. <laughs> oh, oh. How could you mistake a teddy bear for George? <laughs> Silly. A <laughs> uh, teddy bear has little fuzzy arms and legs and tiny shoe button eyes and... Well, anyhow, it's not George. But, uh, Gracie, what's, uh, what's a teddy bear doing in my bed? Well, I bought it for you. It'll be your companion, your playmate. Oh. Well, I'll bet you never had one before with such a lovely fur coat. I've had a few playmates with the fur coats. <laughs> well, what happened? Did you break them? No, they broke me. Uh, but let it go, Mama. Just let it go. <laughs> now, over here is your clothes closet. Uh -huh. Oh, and by the yeah. way, I've ordered a new brown suit for you. New brown suit? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. Light brown or dark brown? Buster Brown. Now, <laughs> uh, wait just a minute, will you, please? I, I, I can't wear that. Oh, Michael, if you want to stay here, you'll do as I say. You know, Mama knows best. Okay, Mama. I'll wear it on special occasions, like when there's an eclipse of the sun. <laughs> a good boy. Gracie, I was over... Mickey. Mm. Hello, Daddy. <laughs> huh? I'm Sonny Boy. Do you mean to say that you let Gracie adopt you? Sure, George, sure. My studio will never find me here. <laughs> oh, I get it. Okay, Mickey, I don't mind. Oh, I'm glad, darling. If we hide him, you'll have a chance to grow into a fine, decent man, just like his daddy. Sure. He can step right into my shoes. Oh, that's the perfect place for him to hide. Yeah, there's plenty of room there. That's... You know, we must raise him properly, George. Send him to the finest schools and make sure he's not a Republican. And uh, not a Republican? I want our boy to be president. Um, I bought some books to improve his little mind. Now, uh, Michael, hmm? sit down and I'll read you a poem. Michael? Uh, that's my name now. Oh, Michael. Yeah. Yes, Michael Rooney. Nice mm -hmm. name. Yeah. Now, I shall uh, read Hiawatha by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Uh. On the shores of Gitchigumi, by the shining big sea water, stood Nokomis. Uh, Mom, uh... Please, Mom, if you don't mind, I've got something here in my pocket that I'd rather read. Well, let don't. me have it. I'll read it no, to you. No, give it to me, will you? Please? I said I'll read no, it, Michael. Mom, soul. give it back. Now, pay attention. In the fifth at Hialeah... <laughs> there are only seven entries. Weather poor and track is muddy. Why, it's just like Hiawatha, only prettier. Look, uh, Mama, Mama, look, Mama, don't... You know what you're reading. No, I didn't look at the title. It's the racing form. Well, it's the loveliest thing Longfellow ever wrote. Yes, he was a fine writer. Well, that's enough culture for now. It's time for your nap, Michael. My nap? <laughs> In the middle of the day? Well, yes, little boys need plenty of rest, don't they, Daddy? Uh, Daddy, that's you. Oh. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, it's, uh, it's time the little man went very by, huh? <laughs> you rat. All right, Mama, I'll take a nap if Daddy here takes one, too. Oh, how sweet. Hop in bed with him, George. <laughs> 
Are you kidding? Now, dear, don't argue. You've got to set our son a good example. Come to Betty Bye, Daddy. And Michael, don't let the railroad train frighten you. Does one run by the house? No, no, but when George sleeps on his back, you'll think so. <laughs> when he blows the whistle, turn him over. I'm not taking a nap. You get in that bed or Mama will punish you. I'd like to see you. Oh, not me. I'll send for my Mama. Move over, Michael. Come on. Better. Now kiss Mama before you go to sleep, Michael. Hmm? Kiss uh, Mama. Oh, uh, okay. Hmm. You must be a little older than I thought. <laughs> well, now kiss Daddy. Oh, you, that's it. Wait a that's all. Brother. Now I want this to be a devoted family. Kiss your daddy. I'd rather play a love scene with Lassie. <laughs> Two days have now passed since Gracie brought little Mickey to live with little George, and all is not peaceful in the Burns house. Gracie, do you know that Mickey smoked every one of my cigars? Oh, bless his little heart. He kept his word. Huh? He promised me that he'd give up cigarettes. <laughs> nice kid. Oh, isn't he, though? And he really thinks of you as his father. Every time he makes a long-distance call, he says, Charge it to my father, George Burns. <laughs> Gracie, that boy, one of these... Hiya, Pop! Hello, Mama! Oh, hello, Michael. By the way, Pop, here's the keys to your hot rod. I've got a brand new car. It's not a hot rod. It is now. I took the fenders off. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Michael, you mustn't take the fenders off Daddy's car. You'll get your hands all dirty. <laughs> See who that is, Gracie. I'm taking Michael in the den for a little talk. Huh? Come along. Oh, wait a minute, George. Come along. Come in Well, hi, Gracie Hello, Bill We haven't seen you all week Where have you been? Oh, out of town I ran up to San Francisco Oh, you must be out of breath Uh, yeah, yeah What's new, Gracie? Oh, there's wonderful news George and I have a son No kidding When did he arrive? Just a few days ago His name is Michael Burns well, gee, tell me all about it. How much does he weigh? About 120 pounds. <laughs> 120 pounds? Well, he is small, but I love him anyhow. But, but, but Gracie... You know, the only bad thing about him, the little rascal smokes George's cigars. <laughs> this kid I gotta see. He, he, he's in the den with George. I'll open the door and you can peek in. Holy murder, I knew it. George is so old, he had an old baby. <laughs> adopted him. Go in and talk to him. Hello, Bill. <laughs> Hi, Mick. Listen, Mick, is it true that Gracie adopted you? Yeah, 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 that's right, Billy. Well, George, so Gracie finally did what thousands of people have wanted to do. What's that? She slipped you a Mickey. 
Phil. He's hiding from uh, from his studio. Yeah. And like a sucker, I let him stay here. Oh. Now I've had enough. Come on, Bill. Help me throw him out. Oh, wait sure. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a sure. minute. Are you nuts? If if Mickey wants to be your son, hang on to him. Sir, he makes a bundle. He can support you. Yeah, you 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 tell him. Right. Bill. Yeah. I don't need Mickey to support me. Well, I know, but it's time Gracie had a rest. I tell him. <laughs> Mickey is leaving. Out, kid, out. George, I don't understand you. You've always wanted a son to carry on. Not one who carries on like this little twerp. <laughs> what do you mean, twerp? Throw him out, Bill. Now, listen, don't call Mickey a little twerp. That's right, tell He's him. He's very talented. He could be a big help on your radio program. Sure, I can be the one who tells the people about Maxwell House coffee. I'll tell them that Maxwell House is rich, delicious, and mellow. Now, wait a minute, kid. I'll tell them that Maxwell House... <laughs> Is America's favorite brand of coffee, always good to the last drop. Now, hold it, Mickey. I'll explain how Maxwell House is a blend of choice Latin American coffees, hold radiant, it, roasted to the very peak of flavor perfection. Hold it. And vacuum-packed so that it comes to you roast afresh. Hold it. I'll right. tell them just exactly... Hold it, you little swerp! <laughs> You're trying to steal my job, you little no-talent chiseler. Wait a minute. I'm throwing you out of here right now. Get a boy, no Bill. Wait a Oh, Michael, did you all? Oh, how sweet. Uncle Bill is teaching you how to dance. No, no, Mom. Uncle Bill's trying to kill me. Help. Oh, Bill, stop choking that child. Okay. Uh, are you all right, Michael? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think so. I... I think I swallowed my Adam's apple. Well, never mind. When Adam comes around, I'll buy you another. Feels <laughs> good when you're a brute choking a little boy. Next, you'll you'll be wrestling with girls. Hey, that reminds me. I got a date. So large. Well, come on, Michael, darling. You can go out in the backyard and play. Daddy's I'll put an end to this. I'll phone Mickey Studio and tell his director to come and get him. I'll answer it, Mama. Wally, how did you know I was Never here? Never mind that now. I've uh, got good news for you. Wait a minute, Mickey. I... Now, wait a minute. We've decided to give you the part you wanted. You know, the tough guy. Come on, come on, let's get going. Gee, it... <laughs> but wait a minute, it won't be so easy to break the news to... Mama. Mama? Yeah, Mrs. Burns, she thinks she adopted me. <laughs> what a time I've had here. Well, they must have treated you right. You look great. Oh, Wally, I feel great. Never eaten such good food in my life. Really? Yeah, what a cook her husband is. <laughs> well, now, look, Mickey, I got an idea. Living here has put you in great shape. So why don't you stay here while you learn your new part? Uh-huh. I'll come over every day and work on it with you. Mm. Yeah, it's not bad, Wally. Gee, it's uh, too bad I can't live here, too. Wait a minute. Hmm? Maybe you can. If Mrs. Burns adopted me, why, why shouldn't she adopt you? Oh, Mickey, only a woman who's daffy would do that. You're as good as adopted. <laughs> come, along and, come along and follow my lead. Mama, oh, Mama, I'd like you to meet Wally. <laughs> Wally's my best friend. Hello, Mrs. Burns. Hello, Wally. Well, aren't you a little old to be a playmate of Michael's? Uh, uh, Mama, we're the same age. Wally just looks old because he's had such a terrible life. He was raised in poverty. Is that far from Los Angeles? <laughs> About
about, uh, about 20 miles. When he was a tiny baby, he was left on the doorstep, Mama. Oh, he's a stepchild. <laughs> Say, uh, Mama, why don't you adopt him, too, huh? Well, uh, would you be happy here, Wally? Oh, yes, yes. Oh, well, then I'll do it. My, it's a wonderful age we live in. It took my mother almost a year to have a child. And in less than a week, I have two of them. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh it's your father, boys. Wait here. Hello, George. Oh, something happened while you were gone. Yeah, I figured that it would. Well, come in the other room with me. Okay. Mickey, and who's this? Hello, Daddy. <laughs> Huh? I adopted another son, George. Oh, how cute. Daddy's going to play games with you boys. He's getting a baseball bat out of the closet. Wait a minute! Wait a minute, boys! George and Gracie will return in just a moment. Ladies, would you like to help cut down the terrible toll of home accidents? If so, join the housewives from coast to coast who are forming Don't Be a Gracie clubs. These club members pledge themselves to rid their homes of the hazards that cause accidents. So if you'd like to form a Don't Be a Gracie club in your community, write to Gracie Allen, Hollywood Plaza Hotel, Hollywood 28, California. Join us again next Thursday when we'll all be back. George Burns, Gracie Allen, Bill Goodwin, Harry Lubin and the Maxwell House Orchestra, and yours truly, Toby Reed. And now, here are our stars. Sorry, we're a little late. Good night, folks. Mickey Rooney appeared by arrangement with Metro Golden Mayor, producers of the Technicolor musical The Barclays of Broadway, starring Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, and Oscar Levine. Until next Thursday, good night and good luck from the makers of Maxwell House. The George Burns and Gracie Allen Show was transcribed in Hollywood and written by Paul Hemming. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. Just a love nest, cozy with charm, like a Where some rambler roses twine Then a small room Tea set of blue Best of all room Dream room for two
set of room Best of all room Dream room for two With a gilded dome Is a love nest You can call You just heard the George Burns and Gracie Allen show from April the 19th, or excuse me, May the 19th, 1949, Gracie Adopts Mickey Rooney. And then that was a version of their theme song, The Love Nest, which we heard every week on either radio or television, every time George and Gracie were invited into our homes. everybody that is going to kick things in the head for monday may the 31st 2021 be back tomorrow and it'll be june 1st we're going to be in the sixth month of the year already can you imagine that hope you enjoyed uh, today's broadcast it's one of my favorites like i said and uh, we'll play more george and gracie in the uh, in the weeks ahead we're going to go out tonight i was looking at the top uh, songs of 1949 now, these are the songs I was looking at today that reached number one. Remember a couple weeks ago, I talked about how popular Frankie Lane was in the early 50s? Well, that extends back to 49, too. The song that I'm going to play for you to go out tonight uh, hit number one on October 1st, 1949, and it remained in that position until the week of November 19th. 1949, that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight weeks at number one. And then it was replaced in the number one position by another Frankie Lane song entitled Mule Train. And that was number one until uh, December, th- the week of December 31st. So one, two, three, four, five, six. So he had the entire third quarter of 1949. His songs were number one. And uh, Mule Train was replaced in the first week of January in the number one spot by Gene Autry and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Can you imagine that? But even so, it shows that uh, Mule Train was still the number one song being played on jukeboxes, which were very popular in 1989. So anyway, we're going to go out tonight with the uh, bigger hit of the two, though. And uh, it's a song that you'll probably probably know. It sounds like a Broadway song, but it it wasn't. It was uh, written by a couple of songwriters in in 1949. There you go. All right. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow with our old-time radio drama. We'll be back on Wednesday with a mystery and on Thursday with a western. This is Bob Bro, and I'm so glad you stopped by, and I am so glad you met me.
the morning Out on the job Work like the devil for my pay But that lucky old son Got nothing to do But roll around heaven all day Fuss with my woman Toil for my kids Sweat till I'm wrinkled and gray While that lucky old son Got nothing to do But roll around heaven all day All in my eyes Send down that cloud With a silver line Lift me to paradise Show me that river Take me across Wash all my Troubles away Like that lucky old son Give me nothing to do But roll around heaven all day Send on that cloud with a silver lining Lift me to paradise Show me that river Take me across Wash all my troubles away Like that lucky old son Give me nothing to do 